Hello and welcome back to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. I hope you all have had an amazing week this week. I genuinely am just so surprised at how quick this week has gone. And actually, I've been feeling this way for like the past month. I feel like time is just starting to fly by really, really quickly. And actually, I was talking to a friend at uni about this. And she was telling me about something she saw online. And it's actually really interesting that it's something... So it's the way that as we grow up and as we get older, life tends to go by quicker and we feel like time is going by faster. And it's because, like for example, if you're 10 years old, that year of your life is only a tenth of your life, right? But when you're like my age, 22 years old, this year is just one 22nd of my life or 120 what what am I even saying I don't know but anyway it's because like the portion of this year in the grand scheme of our entire life is getting smaller so therefore it's flying by quicker so by the time we're like 60 one year is going to be 160th of our life and time's just going to keep speeding up and I'm not sure whether I find that really scary to think about or whether it's quite exciting to think about at the same time because it's like we're going to be experiencing more things as we grow up and we're like learning more and you have more knowledge and I think it's quite an exciting thing to grow up but also it's super super scary and I really have been just noticing how quick time's been going by and I feel like it's kind of giving me a bit of like a kick to want to experience more things and like actually enjoy this period of my life and like make the most of this time because like every single day is a day that you're not going to get back and you can view that very pessimistically or you could view that very optimistically that like right then I need to make sure I'm making the most of every single day and I've really come into that mindset actually from my holiday which is really strange. I've just got back from my holiday with my boyfriend to Tenerife and I told you I was going to give you a little rundown on how the holiday was because it was our first like hot holiday together. I don't know if it makes any sense but like we went to Amsterdam in 2019 and that was obviously a cold holiday. We went in like October or November time so it was like freezing cold and this one, obviously, Tenerife is like a warm country, so it was a hot holiday. And I feel like they're very different. Like a cold holiday to a hot holiday is just a completely different holiday in general. Like you just feel very different coming home from that holiday. You feel very different when you're away. And even though I've been on the most amount of holidays I've ever been on in my, like, in a, in a year... I don't even know how to explain this, like where am I going? But basically I've been on more holidays this year than I have for a long time and it's been really fun but I really enjoyed this holiday in particular because like actually spending the time with Sam in a hot country, like we did a bit of sunbathing, we just like enjoyed each other's company, we played cards in the evening and we like sat by the bar for a bit. I drank alcohol for the first time in a while and let me tell you, as somebody who does not drink, I've spoke about it in a podcast episode before that I am not a drinker um, and I don't like to drink. But because we were at an all-inclusive, I kind of thought, right, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to try drinking again. I, I honestly cannot even explain how it was so much fun. Like, it was fun to drink and everything like that. But I've realised why I don't drink. Because, like, right now, coming back from my holiday... 
I feel sluggish. I don't feel like very great. So I'm getting back into my being sober because as much fun as it was to drink for like a few nights and kind of enjoy myself a little bit, it did kind of remind me why I don't drink. And so therefore I'm not going to pick up drinking again, but it was fun to do whilst we was away. Like we really just had a great time. The weather kind of got a bit bad towards the end. It got a bit rainy, like there was storming. A lot of the buildings were leaking because obviously in Tenerife, they're so used to the hot weather that when it rains, it's like quite a drastic shock and like the country just isn't quite prepared for it. So like buildings were leaking and there was water like everywhere. And it's so then it was quite nice to actually come home because we kind of came home as the weather got worse. So it kind of made it easier to actually come home because we were having so, so much fun when it was hot. And obviously it kind of takes away from a little bit when it starts raining because you might as well be in England. If it's raining, I'd rather just be at home because I'm used to it when I'm at home and I'm not used to it like when I'm on holiday. But we still did some really fun stuff like whilst it was raining. It just obviously wasn't as much you couldn't do as much the pool wasn't open at the hotel like a lot of stuff was shut so you couldn't do as much but it was fine it was still a great time and then coming home the weather was getting progressively worse that day now we were supposed to fly home at 10 p.m on the sunday night land at 2 a.m on monday that same monday monday of this week i went back to uni so it was going to be a bit of a tight squeeze anyway, and I knew I was going to be a bit tired. But when we arrived at the airport, we got there at 8pm for our 10pm flight, like it was all great. We found out that it had been delayed by two and a half to three hours. I think in the end, it ended up being about a three hour delay, which... I was like, I kept cool, I kept calm. A lot of people were getting really irritated by it. And I kind of, it's something that's out of your control. Like you, I don't know, I didn't, I, we wasn't angry. We just kind of sat there, like we took it all on board and we were like, fine, we're going to sit around in the airport for a little bit. I ended up doing my pre-recorded lecture. So the way my year this year works at uni is we have in-person like sessions, but there's pre-recorded lectures to do before you come to that session. So obviously I had my Monday's pre-recorded session to be doing before I got to uni on Monday. So I ended up having to do that in the middle of Tenerife Airport and I was just sat there with this like scrap bit of paper that I was scribbling all of my lecture notes on whilst I watched the lecture on my phone. And honestly, it was the most unprofessional way of doing a pre-recorded lecture. And it is not the way that I ever would recommend for anybody to do. But do you know what? it worked. I got it done. And I was very happy with that, especially on Monday morning. I didn't end up getting home until 7am. And then I had to leave to go to the train station at half 10am. So I had a few hours. I ended up napping for two hours and then getting myself ready and heading in. I actually didn't look as bad as I thought I would. I thought I was going to look like a walking zombie, like an absolute state, but it ended up being kind of okay. It's more an internal thing that right now I still feel incredibly tired. Like I haven't properly caught up from 
that night like it kind of just caused such a delay and like there obviously was a bit of stress because the flight was delayed and everything and the fact we didn't end up getting home until 7am like it was a very disrupted night and then I've come straight back and I've had to jump straight into university like I was in on Monday I was in on Tuesday I'm in on Thursday like I've got so much going on and I'm also back at work straight away like everything has kind of happened very quickly coming back from holiday and I actually haven't even properly had the time to prep for my back to uni so I did a little bit before I went away on holiday because obviously I knew it was going to be a bit of a tight squeeze coming back on the same day that I was going back to uni. So I kind of sorted out my timetable, figured out where I needed to be going and stuff like that. But I didn't actually properly get to plan and prep and like sort myself out. So I like sorted out my bag and everything. So I had everything physically to go, but like mentally I just was not ready to go back on Monday. So I've kind of obviously then had to spend the past few days not only going back to uni, but also prepping for going back to uni to kind of like get my head in a good space because I like to be organised with things and I like to know what's coming up, what reading do I need to be doing, like all of that sort of stuff. And I kind of like to do that the week before I go back to uni. Like ideally, I would have done it whilst I was on holiday, but I took that holiday as a, this is the last time I'm going to have for a while to like fully shut off and relax. So therefore, when I was on holiday, I did absolutely nothing. Like I filmed a couple of TikToks and like I had a good time. I'm really enjoying TikToks at the minute, but that's like a completely other situation that I'm kind of like experimenting with because TikTok is actually really fun. So I did a bit of that whilst I was on holiday. Obviously like kept up to date a bit on my Instagram stories and stuff because I like to capture these moments when I'm away and like put them on my stories so that I've got that memory as well of like what I was doing this time last year and you can kind of go back through your stories and like see what you was up to and it's really fun to do that. So I kind of did that but apart from those things I did absolutely nothing. I had my YouTube videos pre-sorted. This podcast was pre-sorted. Like everything was done so that I didn't even have to think. And so for five days when we was away in Tenerife, I just fully shut off. I read a book and we just had like the best time. And I would jump at the chance to go back to Tenerife again. I think I definitely want to go for longer at some point. I love Tenerife like the people are so lovely the food is lovely like the just the experience of being in Tenerife I've always loved ever since I was young it's like my favorite place to go away and I've always said if I ever get the chance to have a holiday home which I'm like manifesting big things for my life so I'm manifesting that I'm gonna have a holiday home in Tenerife because honestly I just love it so much. So I've decided that I think me and Sam kind of want to go back for a longer period of time at some point over the next few years, um, which I feel like would just be really cool to do and something a bit different. I keep seeing on Instagram and on YouTube and stuff of people going traveling like in their early 20s and I think it actually would be really a fun idea to do something like that. And even if I don't get to do it, in these next few years because I would like to kind of get my career going a little bit more before doing anything like that. I still feel like it would be really fun just at some point to go traveling and experience something different to what I am so used to here in England. I just feel like it would be a really nice thing to do. So it's definitely something I'm now considering kind of for my path 
as I grow up, which I've never considered before. So I think that would be really fun to do. And I think it just goes to show that honestly, you kind of have to roll with whatever life throws at you. Like I was not expecting to be doing my lecture in the middle of Tenerife Airport, but I did and I made it work. And it's like, you just have to kind of go with it and roll with the punches and just see kind of what comes out of it at the end of the day. But it was honestly such a good holiday obviously I'm back at uni now so it's all a bit of like a shock I'm not sure whether it was a good thing to plan a holiday right before going back to uni but again I did it it's done I had the best time and I'm holding on to some incredible memories every single time I'm on that train going into uni and I'm thinking why am I doing this I know that there's like a big picture goal at the end of it that I'm working towards and that is to be able to go on more holidays because honestly you cannot be a good holiday. So I'm working hard towards my next one for sure. So that's kind of been like my week. Obviously that's very crazy and hectic. I, I can't even fully wrap my head around it. I'm just kind of trying to get back into normality a little bit now and get back into a routine of things, but it's definitely taking it just one step at a time. But I hope you did have a good week as well, whatever you've been up to. If you've also gone back to uni, if you've started university, because I know a lot of you are at that stage of your life as well. But also if you're just working, I hope you're doing okay, because I'm going to talk about this after the break. But I feel like we have got this like universal feeling of burnout at the minute and it's something we really need to address so I hope you're all doing okay and now let's go to a break and then when we come back we're going to talk about burnout. Welcome back. Now something that I've been noticing for the past like few months I want to say but it's kind of for me has really come to a head this last sort of a week is just a feeling of burn burnout. I've been speaking to so many of my friends about it. I feel like I've mentioned it possibly before on here as well, but also I've seen it just constantly on social media. Like just everybody is kind of just feeling this sense of just burnout. And I think really it's this whole time right now, we are in just a crazy point of life. Like not only are the seasons changing, and I feel like I notice it every single year that as the season changes, especially coming out of summer and going into winter, I kind of start to get a little bit of a sense of just feeling a bit down and not feeling quite myself anyway. But also we're in just such a heavy period of life at the minute. Like you turn on the TV to watch the news not that I do that very often, but like when you do, it's just constantly like negative things and there's always something going on, like the prices of everything are going up. It's becoming increasingly hard for us as young people to live our life, like to move out is getting even harder, to buy a house is getting even harder, to find a job is getting hard. Like there's just so many negative things that we could be thinking about and I feel like a lot of us are like I know especially I constantly find myself sitting there thinking of the negatives and not actually trying to kind of flip that perspective a little bit and I just feel like there is just so much stress on us like on us all of any generation there is so much stress on us right now but especially as a young generation I feel like we are just really going through just a insanely tough time and we're kind of all going through it together and it is not fun it is not good but also we're like a collective doing it together and there's just this overall just sense of 
stress and I don't want to do it and just feeling burnt out. And I am feeling that way too much at the minute, especially going into my third year. It's kind of becoming more obvious that I need to start thinking of what I'm doing next, like where I'm going next, what I'm doing after university. Am I going to do a master's? Am I going to get a job? And there's just this like sense of pressure to be thinking about that already. But even if you're already in a job and you're in a career, there's still so much stress going on about various different things and feeling this like need to live up to expectations of others. Because when I talk to my grandparents, they at this point, by the time they were 21, they were, I'm not actually sure if they were married yet, but like my great, great aunt, who I'm so blessed to still, she's still here. She's like 94 years old. She is absolutely brilliant. I love her. But like by the time she was my age, she was married and had had her child. Like by the time she was 22, she was already at that point in her life. So when I talk to her, it's like this very different sort of a thing. Like I'm at a very different stage to where she was when she was 22. But she kind of is like, well, why don't you think about having children now? Because she can't see that it is very different now. And it's so nice to have that conversation with her and to kind of see the like generational differences that are going on. But also it sometimes makes me feel like, oh, maybe I should be thinking of children, but I'm in no way, no way ready for that at this point in my life, like financially, emotionally, psychology, (laughs) psychologically, I couldn't do that. Like I'm just not at that point. But it's just like this big stress, this big pressure which is leading to this like big, big burnout that we are just all experiencing. And so what I've been trying to do and what I've kind of put together a little bit is a few like tips that I'm really trying to implement more and more. But they're things that I've sort of thought of that I know have worked for me in the past. And this time around, I've been doing them and they're starting to make me feel a bit better. And I think personally, having a holiday did help a little bit. The only problem has been coming back and going back into such a stressful environment. But I feel like a big thing... And obviously you don't have to go as strict as extreme as like booking a holiday and going abroad. But even just like at home, having some downtime, having some chill time to like watch your favorite Netflix show, to read a good book, or just to do something fun with like without feeling guilty about it and without feeling like I should be doing something productive right now. I shouldn't be sat here watching Netflix or I shouldn't be sat here reading a book. I need to be doing something constantly productive because do you know what? Self-care is a form of productivity because it is going to keep you sane. It is going to keep you from feeling that burnout and therefore you kind of need to set the boundary to be like, right, I'm stopping work at 6pm tonight, I'm not going to work past that point. I'm not going to check my emails. I'm not going to do anything because I'm taking this time for myself. And now I'm someone who I like to work super late into a night. Like sometimes I'll be sat here until like midnight doing uni lectures and like sorting out things and doing readings and stuff like that. But I'm really trying to like consciously take myself out of doing that because then I get into bed and I'm still thinking of all the work that I've been doing and my brain is still like active in that productivity mode in a sense that then you can't fall asleep and then your sleep is affected and then you feel worse the next day and it it just has this knock-on effect to kind of make us feel even more burnt out and to keep it going. So I've been really taking 
the time to stop what I'm doing, watch a Netflix show. Like whilst I'm having my lunch, I now take an actual lunch break and I don't sit down and work through my lunch. I actually take the time off. And then at the end of the day, once I have dinner, that is it. I'm not sitting down and I'm not doing anything else. I'm going to take that time for myself. Sometimes I'll paint my nails. Sometimes I'll have like a nice bath, read a book. I've been absolutely loving reading books this year. I've really fallen back in love with doing that. And it's just so nice to do and just spending more time with my family and doing it without feeling guilty is such a hard thing to do. But that is what then makes it actual chill time. Because if you're sitting there feeling guilty, then really you're not relaxing, you're not shutting off because you're just constantly feeling like, oh, I should be doing this instead. So it's like that actual real process of properly shutting off has been one of the best things I've ever done, especially when I've been feeling burnt out, but also just to prevent burnout in the first place. A taking a break is really gonna do that for you. And then also what kind of comes with that, with this like setting a boundary of I'm gonna stop work at this time or I'm gonna have a lunch break is like actually having a reasonable schedule for the day. Now, this is something that I still am kind of not fully there yet. I do tend to think I can achieve more throughout the day than I actually can. But this kind of can apply, like whether you're in school, whether you're in uni, whether you're in work or you're if you're not doing anything like that if you're not doing anything and you're just out here living your best life this still can apply to you because it's like trying not to overwhelm your day with like a massive list of things that you want to achieve today but you actually know in the back of your mind you know you're not going to be able to complete this by the end of the day and that's when you then will be like sat here until midnight doing things because you've tried to fit too much in the day that actually you just physically cannot achieve. So I've been really trying to hone in on just how I organize myself and my day in particular. I try and time block now and I like really get insanely realistic about it. And actually what I've been noticing I've been doing now because I've kind of flipped the switch and gone to the other end is I actually give myself too much time to do a task. So it's kind of finding that middle ground of like a reasonable amount of time to do a task. Like obviously taking the bins out takes what? Like a maximum of 15 minutes. So if you need to do that, only give yourself 15 minutes. But if you're doing like a bigger task, you might wanna give yourself a couple of hours just to give yourself that time. But do just be realistic with how much time you can spend on a task. Like I used to think I could achieve, I could do a whole lecture in half an hour. Most of these lectures are 45 minutes plus. So therefore, there is no way I'm gonna be able to get that done in half an hour because the actual content itself is 45 minutes. Therefore, I've realized I need to schedule out about an hour because you do spend a little bit of time here and there having to write notes and having to pause the content and stuff like that. So just even consciously noticing that, that I was putting too much pressure on myself to get these lectures done, and giving myself more time throughout my schedule to do it kind of just takes away that sense of like, because when you don't achieve your to-do list by the end of the day, it's so disheartening and you feel really put off and then it feels like the stress just builds up even more because you think, well, now I've got to do that task tomorrow instead and like I just keep putting it off sort of thing. And it just really gives you that sense of just 
overwhelming if you're constantly putting too much on your plate and thinking that you can do too much. It just is not worth it. So really cutting back on my to-do list each day and only putting on my schedule what I feel like I realistically can do. And if I have a spare moment or a spare time, I will look at something else, like something maybe I was going to do later on in the week I can put in today instead, just to kind of give myself more time later on in the week. And that's okay to do that. And it actually feels quite good to do that. But if you're setting yourself an unrealistic sort of a to-do list, then you're never going to feel like you've achieved it because you're never going to be at the end of the day you're not going to have it all ticked off and it's not going to feel good in it I hate that feeling just like where you feel so disheartened and you feel like you're just not doing good enough and I think that does sometimes come from just a personal thing of thinking you can do too much and stressing yourself out and overwhelming yourself with that like massive long to-do list that you're never going to achieve in one day And so they're kind of like personal things that I really feel have helped me a lot throughout the years with burnout, but especially these past few weeks when I've been feeling it, probably the strongest I've ever felt burnout before. They've been really helpful just for myself to be doing every single day and kind of consciously doing those things. And even though it's like two two things that feel very small, they don't feel like they're going to have a big impact, but they really, really do when you apply them but something that I've been doing kind of as a more social way of helping myself but also helping others is actually just checking in with my friends and family to make sure that they are doing okay too because as I was saying this is like a big universal feeling of burnout right now like we are all going through it together and so checking in on your friends and family can also one it makes you feel a bit better because you're having that conversation you're connecting with the people that you care about and that always brings like it always gives me a little bit of a boost anyway but also it benefits your friends and family those who you are checking in on benefit from it too because they then know that you care about them and you're thinking about them and it's just a nice thing to do like all round and because we're going through this sort of together and this seems to be like a shared thought of burnout that we're going through it's nice to then bring this sort of recovery from that burnout bring it together as a community thing as well and like go through it together and make sure we're all doing okay and supporting each other and like raising each other up to get through this like incredibly tough time that we're all going through right now it's just nice to do that just to check in on people and make sure that they are doing okay as well so whilst this like feeling of burnout is so relevant right now and so many of us are going through it like massively at the moment they're like the few things that I feel have helped me a lot and I'm really trying to like put into place and I feel like we can kind of check up with each other on these things and again kind of make it like a more shared thing because we're all going through it together and therefore we should all heal together at the same time I think it gives it just a nice community feel as we're like getting better together in a sense and like getting through this tough time together so we are going to go to our last break and so we're going to go to one more break and then when we come back we have got our listener dilemma of the week now i've been rambling on for way too long so this week's listener dilemma is going to be cut a tiny tiny little bit shorter 
but this was sent over to me actually on my personal Instagram. So you can either send your dilemmas to me on my Instagram or on the podcast Instagram, somewhat grown up with Gemma Miller. The at is S-W-G-U dot with G-M. No spaces, like all together. You know, cute. Yeah, so that's where you can send me your dilemmas if you ever want to in the future. But this week's one says, do I book the trip? very ominous I absolutely love it okay let's get into it hi I love your podcast and would really appreciate your opinion on my current situation I've graduated university this year and have been kind of stuck on my next path it is strange because I kind of never expected university to finish in a weird way so now it's over I don't know what to do I missed the deadline to apply for further education for this year so would have to wait until next year and keep getting turned away when I'm applying for graduate level jobs it is all kind of disheartening so the other so the other day I got thinking about places I might want to visit whilst I'm still young and have planned out a whole backpacking kind of trip that I could do I'm super excited about this idea but I've never thought about it before maybe a week ago when I first got the idea do you think I should give this trip a try Or should I be more practical thinking now that I've graduated and continue and just keep trying to find a job? This is so interesting. And I really feel like this dilemma came in at a very good time because like, as I was saying earlier, when I was like rambling on about myself (laughs) way too much, like I do every week because I love a good ramble, but I kind of also want to do a little bit of traveling now I'm younger. And it's definitely something I never considered before either, but now I'm thinking about it. I'm so excited and I'm definitely going to do it. So I feel like I've kind of got a bit of a biased opinion here because we're going through this at the same time. This kind of realization that going traveling would be an incredible experience and it's something to definitely consider doing like whilst you're young. So I feel like maybe it is a good chance to see what's out there and like to get this experience and to go backpacking. I don't think personally I could ever go backpacking just because I overpack way too much when I go on trips and I don't feel like backpack I don't feel like for me backpacking and my personality go very well together but if you think you're going to thrive backpacking in another country living your best life experiencing new things like just finding out so much about yourself then I think it's a good chance to go for it and also as you were saying applying for a job is getting so hard to find like a good job you've missed the chance to apply for further education which is fine so maybe you take this as a sort of gap year in a sense and then you can go away for however long it is you want to go because you've only just graduated university like you are so young that you might as well just live your life and experience these things and then when you go into a job or when you go into further education you've had more experience and you've gained more knowledge about yourself and about life and just about everything that I feel like it actually makes you even better at your job it makes you even better in your education because just the older we get and the more we experience and the more we expand our horizon of knowledge it makes us a better person in any aspect of life so I feel like it could be a really cool idea and like a good thing to do by just going away traveling for a bit, finding out more about yourself, figuring out what you want to do as well. Because I I know this point in life 
is so strange. Like I'm kind of already considering leaving university, but it definitely does feel like university is never going to end. And it never feels like you're going to have to go out into this like big wide world and find a job or figure out what you want to do next. So when it comes around, it's a little bit scary to think about and it can be so overwhelming and you can kind of not know what path to go on. So maybe it is a good idea literally just to extend that time a little bit and extend that thinking period of what you want to do next by going traveling and just experiencing things and the thing is is you never have to have it figured out either like you can constantly not know what you want to do next in life but as long as you're happy in what you're doing right now that's like the most important thing you know does that make sense I'm not sure whether I've just rambled on but I think it's a great idea to go traveling it's definitely something I've only just been considering for myself as well and I've got a friend who has gone traveling herself and it honestly just seems like she was living her best life while she was away and it seems like she's figured out all this stuff about herself and I really do feel like it's such a good idea to do that especially if you feel like you haven't got it figured out and you don't know what to do next it like gives you a chance to experience more and to just learn more. And I think the biggest thing is learning about yourself. And that's definitely what I want to do when I get the chance to like go traveling and experience new things. So I feel like it could be a really cool move to make. But honestly, just go with your heart. It doesn't matter that you haven't been thinking about going traveling for a long time. If that is what you feel like in this moment you need to do, then I would say 110% go for it. And if you don't like it, you can come home. Like there's always a back thing to fall back onto, but it's definitely something that could be worth a try. So have a think about it and go with what your heart is kind of saying. Like, what do you feel like deep down you need in this moment to be doing? And if that's to go traveling, then absolutely go for it. But if that's to stay home and keep applying for jobs, then go for it. There's no right or wrong answer here, you know? Like, it's just kind of, it's what in your heart feels like the right thing to be doing. So good luck with it and let me know what you get up to. I can't wait to find out where you end up and like what decision you decide to make. So definitely let me know. But that has been all from today's episode of Somewhat Grown Up with Gemma Miller. It's been so lovely to sit here and chat to you and just kind of have a little bit of a catch up. I absolutely love doing that every single week. So I will be back next week in another episode. So I'll see you then. Bye.